Crisis on Infinite, I, I really don't give a shit because Spider-Man's back into the Marvel Universe. I can't even talk about an episode number. This entire episode, <laughs> I'll be eating crow <laughs> with a side of coffee. Crow with a side of coffee for yeah. Kevin. That's me eating crow. Uh, yeah, this is Crisis on Infinite Podcast. Uh, it's a podcast where we talk about things comic-related, but I guess the most important thing to start the week off with is somehow beyond beyond reason, beyond logic, Marvel has somehow brokered a deal with Sony to bring in Spider-Man to the Marvel Universe. I'm eating crow <laughs> as we speak. <laughs> if we remember a couple crises ago... Like crises. four crises <laughs> in a row as this was talking, I was like, this will never happen. Sony is not that dumb. There's no way this could happen. Um, yeah, and somehow, somehow, <sighs> Sony's done it. So, Sony, Marvel, I don't know, everyone. I'm going to mark this in the win column next to me predicting that that alien on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was a Cree. And that the, uh, the lettering inside Inhuman was Cree tech. <laughs> God, this crow tastes good. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. So, so Monday night. Or Tuesday night, sorry, right? So, yeah, uh, mon- Monday uh, night. Yeah, yeah, Monday yeah. night, nine p.m. of all times, the Marvel dropped the bomb. Like, like it wasn't like, hey, we're gonna make a big announcement in, on on the View, which we'll talk about what they did that yeah. earlier last because Friday, of all days, yeah, they made a bunch of announcements. Or there was there both companies made some announcements. Yeah. And then it was like, you know what? We're just going to casually post this on our website. Yeah, Agent M's in the New York office, and it's 9 p.m. Pacific, so that means it's like 1 a.m. Eastern. Exactly. And he's just there, and yeah, fuck it. We'll just drop this Spider-Man bomb here. <laughs> and as, as a post on our website. Not like a press <laughs> release, not like a let's make this big New York yeah. Times announcement, which they've been so known to do, like something in U.S. It's either a feature in USA or yeah. appearance on The View, or, you know, something very synergistic. Instead, keep it's just a one-page announcement that... Keep them guessing, I that, guess. That they're going... The announcement was what? That they're going to have... Spider-Man's going to show up in, in Civil War, which we'd uh, been hoping for. Right, been hoping for. And then um, we're going to get... Feige as producer on a series of Spider-Man movies. Yeah. But those will be Sony movies. Those won't be Marvel movies. They're Sony movies. Uh, Sony has the final say creatively. Yes. Feige is an acting producer on them. Uh, and I've heard that Sony is going to continue with the spinoff movies, and Feige isn't necessarily involved in that. Exactly. But it still has to be say... It, it hasn't like 100% said whether or not that um, Sony is actually going to be distributing these or right. Marvel's going to be distributing these as far as the mo- the studios go. Right. So that's still all very gray area. Um, but the most interesting thing that I find on this is um, the fact that, so you're like, okay, well, how much did they pay for this? The answer, goose egg. Big fat zero. Nothing. That's that's the thing that I find the most just just variety came out and said, Well, let's look at the numbers here. And uh, basically they went there there's there's no money exchanged. They basically said you keep your percentage that you own, you know, we we, we keep our percentage of of the appearance in in uh, Civil War. I, I think there was some kind of like you know they're going to get a little piece of Civil War, but right. not much. Yeah, like, yeah. like you would think that that you know they they paid Robert Downey Jr. like forty million dollars or whatever, some crazy like a, like hundred million, I think. Yeah, yeah. To, to 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 show up for thirty minutes or something like that. Like, I, like I forty minutes in, yeah. in Civil War. So, but so the deal is consisting of nothing. Uh, both sides will keep whatever money they make from the individual movies. Reportedly, Marvel head Kevin Feige will produce the next standalone Spider movie for Sony with former studio exec Amy Pascal, who was fired or stepped down, I think. Well, yeah, well, yeah. asked to step down after <laughs> yeah. she called a lot of people some not so nice things. Yeah, um, and she won't even take a feed. Or it, uh, he's not even going to take a fee to do it to produce it. Uh, 
Now, there's some chance that, that Marvel will earn some money from so, um, the, the Spider-Man movies if they reach certain plateaus. Right. Past what the previous movies have done. Right. So like basically, they're like, something, yeah. if you can get this to be better than the la- all the other Spider-Man movies before, then there's here, money. Here's, here's some money. Yeah. Um, so basically, both understand that there's there's financial rewards to doing this. Yeah. Um, so Sony probably went, look, we blew it with the Spider-Man franchise, and we we had gold and we could we could only get silver out of it. Yeah. So let's try to bring in the guys who know what they're doing. Yeah, it, it goes to show that not only is Sony aware of the, the missteps that they took, but again, Marvel is so consumer-friendly. They're so forward-thinking with how they want to treat their fan base that they are willing to reach across aisles to do things like this, yeah. to protect yeah. their brand, or not, 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 not just protect their brand, but further, further their brand. Yeah. You know? It's um, I, something I didn't think was going to happen. I, I mean, it's, the cra- it's the craziest thing I've seen. Balls balls to Sony for doing this because to I mean this is basically admitting the mistake not only admitting a mistake but Sony also just going you know what like let, let's let save this yeah 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 I, I'm you know good on you guys um so the big question being like that's got the next the every rumor <laughs> we've posted about it you know everybody's been talking about it is well, what's going to happen to is this going to are they just going to tie in current is 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 spider-man dead as a franchise and they're once again rebooting it yeah or are we gonna see andrew garfield in you know alongside i've heard garfield's out yeah that's the thing that's been confirmed that Gar- it has been confirmed it, it has okay. I, I haven't it, actually it, read that yeah it's it's not that i've seen a press statement from sony or marvel yeah but what i've heard is andrew's out that's <clears throat> that's something to be known they're looking for a new spider-man um, you know, and there's a bunch of speculation about what they're going to be doing. Uh, there is an overwhelming amount of information coming out that it's going to be Peter. It's going to be Peter Parker. It's not going to be Miles, um, which I'm I'm fine with either. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's got to be Peter Parker. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to reboot that, fran- no offense to My- Miles yeah. Morales, but I mean, it's still it's, it's Peter Parker. Well, you know, and that gives you some mileage. So you get you yeah. get you get Peter for X amount of movies. You kill him off, and then you bring, and then you bring in Miles. Exactly. You know, or. You introduce Miles as well, right? And there's the different Spider-Man that you get you get to bring into the Avengers movies, right? Of course. So, um, and I'm wondering what kind of a role he's going to play in Civil War, um, because I'm not sure if they're going to take the beats out of the book because the I, unmasking was yeah you can't do yeah, that you can't especially, unmask especially yeah. it's like here. Uh, we haven't even told anybody, by the way. We're we're actually doing this in person. Oh yeah. So <laughs> we just kind of jumped right into it. Uh, we're actually uh, George is getting ready for tour and he's in LA and I'm like, hey, let's get together and do this. So, pardon the noise. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh, I guess they're actually looking at uh, Logan Lerman, who was in Percy Jackson. Yeah, Percy Jackson. Which fantastic movie? It's great. He's young. Yeah, and uh, he's also in Teen Wolf. Um. You know, uh, so I I would I think he would be great. Uh, Zach Efron, his name has been thrown around a he's great, lot. Great actor. I, I think yeah. he's a little too old right now. Um, I th- but he's still got that young. He's got that. Face. He, he he looks young. But yeah. I mean, they did the same thing with Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. I mean, both of them were thirty by yeah. the time like the first movie hit. Man, this is just the day that I wouldn't see happening, man. <laughs> well. They, they proved themselves with Guardians. They showed that, you know, we can take an IP that is totally unknown to the general public and we can turn it into this, you know, fucking billion-dollar franchise. And now they've shown that, you know what? We can also reach across the aisle. We can yeah. extend the olive branch. And it's, it's kind of amazing that way. I mean, the fact that they're, they're able to do this is just... <sighs> wow. It's unprecedented. I, I, th- they... The fact that Sony was just like, "Hey, w- we need to do this." Yeah, you know, um, who'd be your ideal casting? I, I I like the idea of Logan Learman. Uh If if they're gonna go uh, with Parker, I like that idea. If they were gonna go with yeah. Miles, I mean, I would love to see Donald Glover. And that that that's it's just, just obvious. Though. That's a wish fulfillment. Yeah. That's a fantasy. I, yeah. I understand that. Yeah. You know, I and that's just because he has been tied into that role. You know, yeah. he he tried to put in the bid for the casting of Parker. And then, as a result, Bendis made Miles. So yeah. Bendis based Miles off of Donald Glover. Yeah. So, you I know th- that that's just me, and that's a bias. Yeah, I'm, I I agree. I, I I think 
uh, uh, Lerman is, is is a really good casting. Yeah. Um, I'm not hip to my young teenage actors. Yeah. So, but I'm I'm just glad that they like. I thought Garfield was a great casting. He was great. He was the he was one of the best parts of but, that movie. But the problem being is, he was too dreamy. You know, like like it was like, if if. Spider-Man is the whole thing about, like, Peter Parker's supposed to be the geek that was picked on right. and, and tortured. There's no way that that would be Andrew, Gar- Andrew Garfield would be picked on or the not popular kid <laughs> that, in school. That, that's why Tobey Maguire worked so well. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. I, I thought Toby was the perfect he Spider-Man was because he, he fit the, you know, especially the look that they were going through out of Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah. You know, so, I don't know, man. I'm... I'm torn because now we have to sit through another fucking origin story too. See, I don't think it's going to be an origin story though. I like, I Kevin Feige's been quoted as saying we're not in the business of telling origin stories anymore. Yeah, that's true. Aside from the Wayne's deaths, yeah. uh, the, the death of Uncle Ben and Spider Man's origin is the most well. You, I could, wa- I could walk into this coffee shop right now and just go, hey, just straw poll here. Who knows Spider Man origins? And everyone's yeah. going to go, hey, he's bitten by a radioactive spider. Uncle yeah. died. I mean, it's, you can be done in. In, in ten minutes, but yeah. you know it can be done in, in intro credits. But I'm hoping though that he doesn't become the focal point of the movie, and I hope that it stays on the Bucky thing that we had talked about. Yeah, yeah, I, it's got to. Yeah, it's I think it's to. going to. Um, and and I think it's just he'll be. It's a great way to spin out a, a, a new franchise. Obviously, yeah. you know, yeah, and and sp- really. Speaking of spinning out franchises, they pushed everything back for his next movie. Exactly. Which. It, it's disappointing, but I mean, those movies were so far out in advance that yeah. I, I those didn't even exist to me at this yeah. point. You know, it's uh, man. Okay, so other announcements that, uh, since since last crisis. Yes, uh, our favorite writer, G Willow Wilson. G Willow Wilson. She is actually. Um, they they announced that they are doing uh, an all, all female, female Avengers team. <sighs> Fucking great idea. <laughs> Just. All, all of my dreams. All of yes. my dreams coming true. G. Yes. Willow Wilson, not only is she writing the all-female X-Men book, but then she's going to take on the all-female Avengers book. It's called A-Force. Uh, it's spinning into or out of Secret Wars. Out of Secret yeah, Wars. Yeah, out of Secret yeah. Wars. Uh, perfect. Pitch perfect on uh, casting that for a writer. Um, it looks awesome. I mean, what? You had She-Hulk on there, Captain I, I, Universe. It was pretty much every female character that's come across Carol the Marvel Danvers, Universe right? For, Danvers is on there. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was like a cover. The cover has has like twenty six yes. different people on it. Yeah. So, sure. Okay, I'll take it. I'm I'm excited about it for sure. Um, and that's just. I mean, that's just icing on the cake. Oh yeah. Um, there's well, so much spinning out of, of. What was weird though about that announcement? Uh, they were supposed to announce it on the View, and I guess the View just didn't announce it. Really? Yeah. Like, like nobody came on and, and, and like, said anything, huh? Apparently, the the women of the View are at, at each other's throats at all time, and they hate each other. Uh, and that's like a well-known thing. Yeah. Uh, and they can't get along. And some something happened to where the book just never got announced on the View, and Marvel was just like, "Okay, we just you know, put, we were pushing all this stuff." About that's how, that synergy in full effect. Yeah. Well, Mar- you know, Marvel had made all these tweets about like, "Yeah, we're you know making this announcement on the View and blah blah blah," and then the View just didn't do it. So I'm sure someone at fucking Disney's like, "I want their fucking head on a pike." Uh, I mean, I don't know. Do you think? It's not even that big of an announcement. It's not even, it's yeah. not even that big of an announcement, but someone dropped the ball. That's, yeah. 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 Uh, but t- <laughs> talk about stealing some thunder, though, from this all-female, Aven- uh, all-female Avengers announcement. Uh, mere hours before the announcement dropped, DC just goes, eh, you know what? Check this out. We're, we're, we're not rebooting. Yeah, yeah we, we've <laughs> Marvel announced their reboot. Well, guess what? We're dropping a bunch of titles. We're killing off a bunch of titles, and we're just going to... What worked before doesn't work anymore. <laughs> it's DC finally admitting fault. Pretty much. But we're also seeing that, the, that what the outcome of convergence yep. and, and divergence is now, what we call, is nothing's changing. We still have the stupid 52 universe. <laughs> well, 49. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> plus, plus a new 24 titles. Yeah. Um, but they, they, instead of having the DC house style... They've realized that it's this, not working. It's yeah, exactly that. That we put a creative artist like you know Bab Star on Batgirl, and it sells a shit ton of copies. Yep. Well, let's do that. And so, um, you want to run down the the list of uh, 
the, 24 new titles. 24 new titles. Um, <clears throat> a lot of these I'm actually really excited about. Exactly. Um, I'm excited about these for for once. Can you believe it? I'm excited about... <laughs> I swear to God, there's there's one week out of the month where DC books... I, there's actually DC books I read. Right. And it's all the Batman titles. Yeah, yeah. Batman. And, and, uh, Batgirl. And Catwoman. Um, what it was, you know, I mean, but that's all I'm reading right now. And I think that's primarily the, the, the DC feeling, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, <clears throat> right off the bat, bat, <laughs> right off the bat, get it, I didn't even mean to do that, <laughs> uh, Batmite, uh, I can't believe it, Batmite book, you're acting like you don't need that book in your life, but you do. You just uh, don't know, and, and written <laughs> by Dan Jurgens, which is a weird one. Weird choice. And and I don't know who Corin Howell is, but... Uh, but the, the mock-up right here oh, is a little cute God, Batmite, yeah. I love it, I love it. Um, continue with, with Dan Jurgens, we're getting Batman Beyond. Batman Beyond. Which, there's, I guess that's how this whole... World's End thing yeah, that they've been playing out. out. Is, yeah, yeah that, that they're going to bring Terry McGinnis into the, the, the DC current fold. So Yeah. Cool. Uh, what do we got after that is Black Canary. <laughs> Written by uh, Brendan Fletcher, who's been working on Batgirl and Gotham Academy. Exactly. So, fantastic Annie, choice. Uh, and, drawn by Annie Wu. <laughs> great choice. Apparently, um, Dinah is the lead singer of a rock band. Exactly. <laughs> so taking a page out of Spider Gwen, uh, <laughs> which totally fine with. And these are all miniseries, by the way, right? Yeah, these are all miniseries. Uh, fucking thank God, Bizarro, <laughs> which looks amazing. Fantastic. I'm so glad that DC realizes how underutilized Bizarro is as a character. Yeah. You know, you don't need to make him Superman's adversary. You just need to make him this like dopey, uh, sympathetic character. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we've got Constantine. The Hellblazer. The Hellblazer. Which is, this is, I, I'm actually really excited by because I, I've, have you read read The Kitchen yet? No, I haven't. It's uh, Ming Doyle's new book. Oh, okay. It's so fucking good. Ming Doyle is just, she's on a roll right now. Killing it? Oh, God, yeah. Um, so it's written by Ming Doyle and um, art by Riley Rossimo, who I don't know, but, um, and then it only took 30 years <laughs> Thirty fucking years. <laughs> slow to slow to get the ball rolling here. But Cyborg is finally getting his own series. Fucking a. Uh, written by David L. Walker and art by Ivan Rice. Ivan Rice, which you and, know DC House style. Yeah, but I mean, still, Ivan does an amazing. He's a fantastic, he's a fantastic artist. What uh, what's next? Uh, we got Dark Universe. Uh, James Tinian. Yeah. Uh, very good choice there. Um, uh, is this going to be like a, a dark? JLA. I, I'm I'm guessing you know maybe we get to see the demon in there. Maybe we get to see uh, Phantom Stranger, and then uh, Ming Doyle stepping into art duties on yep. that one. Um, Doctor Fate by legendary Paul, Paul Lovitz. Lovitz, which okay, you know well, you know I I like that they're giving Doctor Fate a yeah, book. Yeah, bringing Doctor Fate back into the uh, into the fold is yeah. good. Um, and Sunny Lou is is doing don't don't know who that is, but uh you want to take the next one because I can't even I can't even read this one this one well, is a waste of time somehow somehow Doomsday is getting a book I guess or Doomed is getting a book and of course they would give Scott Lobdell writing duties on that why do they even bother it seems like you know that was like 10 steps forward two steps backwards I mean we're still gaining forward momentum but I can't can't wrap my head around that one do you think he just knows where the dead bodies are so he keeps getting work I, I guess so I don't know I mean, I, I love Scott. He's great. But, sure. You know, he's just crazy. Um, Earth 2 Society. Don't know what this is. Daniel H. Wilson and uh, George Jimenez on art. Earth, Earth 2 has been a fun book. Well, it, I mean, w until they, they canceled it or they, they rebranded it or yeah. whatever, renamed it. But it was good up until then. But now we know that through this convergence thing nothing's gonna happen right um green lantern's co continuing on green lantern lost army by colin bunn mm -hmm. uh and uh, art by jesus Sias and javi pina this is next one this, this is interesting uh so jimmy palmiotti and amanda connor have been doing a harley quinn book that's uh I, it's been getting a lot of praise uh, from a lot of like you know Harley it's, Quinn fans it's out there, one of the number one selling DC books. Yeah, I mean Harley Quinn's a big seller as is, uh, and this is a pretty. It's a fun book. It's kind of a, it's a return to the more of like the shtick with Harley Quinn. You know, she's got the mallet, and she's not so much a sociopath as she is like, 
uh, just a, a, a fun villain. Uh, but this book is going to be Harley Quinn and Power Girl. Interesting. Exactly. Can't say I ever saw that book getting teamed up. Which, although, they just introduced the Black Power Girl. Yeah. Which I don't think it's this one. So now we're going to have two Power Girls. I don't know. Interesting. Um, book that won't die, Justice League <laughs> 3000, is now at 3001. Why not? It's the same creative team, uh, Giffen and DeMatteis, with uh, Howard Porter on art. But this is the interesting one. Justice League of America, uh, and it's not canceling Jeff Johns' Justice League book, but it is being written and drawn by Brian Hitch. No comment. <laughs> interesting. Yeah, Brian Hitch, interesting one. Uh, could be good. It could be good. He's so hit and miss. Je- Jeff Johns' Justice League has been a surprising title that I've really grown to like. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think DC's given him basically carte blanche at yeah. this point in his career. And yeah. uh, with Justice League, he um, it, it's almost like Jeff Johns gets to rewrite the DC universe because he introduces all of these things from before the New 52. Yeah. And it all comes out of this Justice League book. Which they should have used that to their advantage. They should but have. They're not. Yeah, no, they're they're absolutely not. But they should have used the Justice League as like this flagship book. Well, I thought that's what they tried when they re- when they launched the Fifty Two. They were trying, and I I feel like they fell out of that. Yeah. Well, because it was like, well, all this is supposed to happen in the past, but then you can't really tell. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm not even gonna go. But I mean, with Justice League, he's gotten to introduce Doom Patrol. He's gotten to introduce Amazo, you know, and all the like, yeah. the fun the fun stuff that you love from the DC universe. So, um, I, you know, I'm not sure what Hitch is doing with Justice League of America, but I'm excited to see it. I, I love Brian Hitch's artwork. Yeah, you know, fantastic art. I, I don't. What has he written? I don't know. I yeah. <laughs> I can't think of a thing that he's written. I'm sure somebody's gonna be like, oh, he wrote, you know. Yeah. Um, book. I'm sure you're excited about. Martian Manhunter. Martian Manhunter. That's but yeah. Rob Williams yep. and and Ben Oliver and Polito. And Rob Williams was the one who wrote that ordinary book, exactly, which was really really good. It was really good. He's he's a breakout right. I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna see a lot of him in the next couple couple yeah. of years. You know, like he's gonna. This this is this could be his big breakout book for sure. Yeah, good to see DC take chances. I on know this. this is that's the whole thing. That's why I'm excited about this. It's like all right, hey, we're. We're getting rid of the legendary, you know, it, a lot of it was like... <laughs> we're getting rid of Scott Bobdell. Well, <laughs> not but yet, we're not going to give him 15 books. Paul Levitz isn't going to give 15 books. Jan Jurgens has one book instead of like 16. Right. You know, it's like we're not doing house style anymore because we realize that it doesn't work. Yeah. Um, all right. Midnighter. Steve Orlando. Fucking great. And this and is going to this is going to be a book that focuses on um, his uh, his uh, sexual orientation. Exactly. Which, Which I mean, Midnighter, if you don't know, is is basically the gay Batman. He's gay Batman. Yeah. And um, he has been really fun to watch in Grayson. I see. I'm so far behind in Grayson. Yeah. Um, tentative title, Mystic You, which is I'm sure just Harry Potter. Sure. In the DC universe. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Exactly. Um, and that's Elisa uh, Quitney. And uh, artist Morissette. Morissette. Sure. Sure. Uh, Don't know anything about this. There's no artwork. There's nothing. Um, So, fine. Um, Interesting one to bring back is The Omega Men by Tom King and uh, Barnaby Bagrata. Did you ever read any of the original Omega Men? No. This is where Lobo came from. Okay. It's it's basically like somewhere between... um, uh, new Gods, uh, uh, there's, there's, it's New Gods, Legion of Superheroes, and, and, you know, just space uh, oh, okay, opera, cool. Uh, oh, kind of thing. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how they, they haven't really, they've shown up somewhat in the DCU with the New 52, but yeah. not much. Um, do you know anything about Prez? <laughs> no. I, it, it, I, I've been looking into it though, having seen this announcement, and it just it seems insane. It was a kid who became a president, yeah. a teenager who became a president, and it was it was a horrible book in the '60s when when DC was publishing just about anything to save right. their lives. Yeah, I don't know what this is going to be about. Fuck it, Mark Russell and and Ben, ben Cadwell, who Ben Cadwell is an incredible artist. So it looks like Baymax is here in this picture. Yeah, right. I, it, it, interesting. Um, Scott Lobdell's back. 
<laughs> Again, uh, big no big surprise with this one. Red Hood and Arsenal. So I, we're, we're getting rid of Starfire. I, I I can tell you for sure I'm not reading this book. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be, that's on my cancellation. Ars- Arsenal Duke. as a character already is. Uh, see, I, I like Arsenal. I don't know. I never got like I like Red Hood, but that's just because I I like I, I I like what Jason Todd means to Batman. Yeah. Ar- you know, Arsenal to me is like it, that's a guy. I, I liked him in. It's got the Teen Titans connection for me, so yeah, you know, right. you know, it's it's. I I don't like him in the new Fifty Two, but right. you know, back in the day, like, come on, they chopped off his arm. That was great. Yeah. Um, Robin, son of Bat. Okay. Sure. I uh, mean, Damien's back. So, yeah. can you explain that to me? Do you uh, know I, what I, I didn't. Are? I didn't follow up on that. So, <laughs> I I looked at the book the other day, and he's got like superpowers, and he's flying around or something oh, like really? that. Yeah. Did he get that I, from the Lazarus Pit? I, I have no idea. And like, like Batman's like, like got a chain. He's like holding him by the. Ca- I don't know. I looked at the first couple pages and went, "What the fuck's going on?" Um, <laughs> then we've got something called Section Eight by Garth Ennis. Interesting. What and do you uh, know anything about this book? Well, it's uh, Hitman is supposed to be involved in it. That's right. Yeah, Hitman's oh, supposed to be involved in it, which is big. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that. Um, did, you, did you read that series? No, I never read that series. Oh, it's so good. I know fucking uh, what's his name. Um, Injustice guy, uh, Superior Iron Man. Oh, uh, Tom Tom Taylor. Tom Taylor, he's freaking out over this. Really? I guess Hitman was one of his like favorite books, so oh, he's wow. like tweeting about it a whole bunch. Oh man, yeah, Hitman was was fantastic because it was yeah. it was just oh, you gotta go you gotta go back and read yeah, that. I gotta man. go back so and read good. it. Um, and that's with uh, uh, John McCara. Yeah. On art. This is a book I'm excited about. This, you know what this is? This is DC going. Man, that Miss Marvel book's really working out, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Take it. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we got a Starfire book, uh, a solo series with Jimmy Palmiotti and Amanda Connor, uh, the people behind Harley Quinn and Power Girl. Uh, and if you want to read a story that will convince you that this team is perfect for this book, you need to read uh, the Wednesday comic story oh, yes. that Jimmy Palmiotti and Amanda Connor did with Supergirl. Mm-hmm. Because that will that will get you so on board for them oh. doing a Starfire solo series. I mean, Amanda Connor's Power Girl alone. Yeah. You know, um, that was, I, if, if you ask me, that was kind of like the, the groundbreaking, like, female empowerment, yeah. you know, character, where, where it was like, the only peop- the only thing people cared about, Power Girl, until then, was the fact that she had big boobs. Right. You know, but yeah. they were like, hey, look, yeah, I wear this skimpy costume, but I'm a badass. And, yeah. And, like, Amanda really broke that character out and made people care about it for a really long time. So that makes me really... You know, obviously, Jimmy and Amanda are killing it on, on Harley yeah. Quinn. So, this is this is a great book for them. And from this image, we see that they're not using Starfire as a sex symbol anymore. No, no, they've 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 taken more of the Teen Titans cartoon yep. uh, costume. So, I, not- I, I I love I I would love to see Starfire as this. You know, she's kind of like a younger Wonder Woman. She's a fish out of water. She's an alien princess. Well, okay. The thing is, though, the origin of of her right. is she's basically like. Uh, a killer, like she, she, she comes from this, this, you know, she was from the the uh, uh, Tamara, t- Tamara, t- Tamaranians. Yeah, yeah, they're they're like these savages, and she was she was like just bred to be a killer. Okay, you know, so the whole thing was like she comes to Earth and she's like, wait, I have to wear clothes. I can't kill people. You know, <laughs> oh, like, wait. <laughs> um, so to see this completely change to her being this it, for me, it's an adjustment. Yeah, but um, it, I get it. It, she's a, she's a great character yeah. regardless, um, uh, so yeah, I think this is a great idea for series. If I had to put money on a book that's going to be a breakout of these new titles, it's going to be Starfire. Yeah, I think I think uh, there's I mean there's some some pretty impressive ones here. Um, you know, uh, my money's on Starfire. Obviously, you know, Justice League's going to make it. Um, Batman Beyond could be really cool too. Yeah, you know. Um, oh, there's one final book we didn't talk about. Uh, we are Robin. I have no idea what this is. I have no idea. Uh, it's it's Lee uh, uh, Bermenjo. Yeah, Bermejo. Uh, yeah, who? Bermejo. Uh, Bermejo. That, yeah. that sounds right. Um, and and Rob Haynes and Carrie Rudolph. Um, don't really know anything about this book. It's just a bunch of people kind of dressed like Robin. So maybe it's like a gang that you know. Gang of Vigilantes? Maybe. I I don't know. Uh, Could be interesting. Could be cool. So, 
lot, lot of, lot of cool stuff coming out of this. And, and, and do you have the list of, of what's still staying around? Uh, I, you know, it. They they say that it's uh, uh, twenty five currently running series are going to continue post convergence. Uh, and I mean, if I had to guess off the top of my head, Superman, Batman, Why, Justice th- there League. Was a, there was a list somewhere. Yeah, there's a I list somewhere out it. there. Um, yeah. Interesting. Like. It, uh, bold move for DC. I'm actually excited for once. You know, the Creative Summit was this last weekend, and uh, it was like one of the first times that DC is starting to do what Marvel does with the retreats, yeah. which yeah. how they haven't been doing that already for years is beyond me. I, they should they should have been doing As soon as they found out Marvel was doing that, they should have started doing that. Well, yeah. But Scott Snyder was tweeting about it, leaving, and he said, you know, I've had a lot of... I've had a lot of problems with DC editorial, and uh, there have been a lot of frustrations. But having this, uh, <clears throat> having this creative retreat, I have never been more excited for the future of DC Comics. And I'm, I'm, he's, he said he was just pumped to see yeah. what you know unfolds. That's amazing. Oh man, um, wow. comic book news. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of comic books. How would you like to uh, have a subscription to 10,000 comic books? <laughs> uh, on Monday. <laughs> Wait, no, on yesterday. Was it Monday? Monday? No. Tuesday? What's it was on Tuesday as well. Yes. yes. Okay, Tuesday yes. as well. Sorry. God, it, it just all blends into one. Um, the internet broke again with uh, Scribd, which was a popular ebook. Kind of thing for Netflix, where you in, in, in audiobooks they they had a, a huge library. My my wife actually uh, had a subscription for a while. Um, that uh, it's it's this huge library of ebooks that you could right. basically rent or whatever. But it's it's a monthly fee, like like Netflix. Yep, eight ninety nine a month, and you get whatever you want to read. I'm actually listening using it right now to listen to the uh, Marvel: The Untold Story. Oh, okay, um, because. Finding the time to actually sit down and read a book has been really hard lately. <laughs> um, so they did a huge partnership. Like, like there's been a lot of companies that have been trying to launch a Netflix for comic books. Uh, yeah, there's uh, quite a few. There's com- Comics Plus has kind of been Comics doing Plus it. has been doing yeah. the the rent rent, and yeah. they have they did a deal with DC. Um, Comicsology keeps threatening to do something, <laughs> um, and then there's Comics Fix who we've got a relationship with and and they're really cool but the problem is their catalog is really limited yeah um so these guys went and kind of dropped a huge bomb i'd say they did a deal with marvel boom idw valiant uh uh top cow not dc everybody pretty much but dc and and yeah uh there's i was like i gotta try this out right so yeah so um I'm I'm sure for Marvel. It's amazing. Yeah, I'm sure for Marvel something like this isn't hard because they go, oh, you want to pay us a licensing fee or whatever, yeah. and we already have one of yeah. these of our yeah, own. Yeah, sure. I mean, and, and I will give it like, it's got for the Marvel selection. It's really good. It's good. It's really good. And the nice thing is they they package all, a lot of their stuff as um, instead of just individual issues. Yeah. They package it in storylines, which oh. is really cool. So it's like okay, okay here's here's all the the gra- so they they try to teach it, treat it like a, a graphic novel. Oh, okay. More. Cool. And, and it's it's you know it's a buffet. It's it's whatever you want to read. There's no limits. There's no, you know, um, I don't know what. I'm sure it's like Netflix where there's expiration dates for books and stuff like that. Of course. Um, but this is the future. Yeah. This is the way it's going, and it's 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 incredible. It really is. Like I've read a couple things already off of it, you know, and it's been like stuff, you know, it's like there's there's stuff by um, uh. uh the name of the book the top shelf there's there's top shelf books on there that i haven't read yet um that are you know that i've never read before that i'm like oh shit i gotta try this and um but you also get all of the uh you know all the, all the ebooks and the audiobooks as well yeah so it's this it's, is this is the future of comics yeah yeah it really is and get on board or don't and think i mean yeah it's not new books no but you know there's enough to keep enough backstock to, to to keep you busy for a while. You know, and that's that's so much of being a comics fan is being able to go in and and look at that back catalog. Yeah. And for a lot of people, that's what's so threatening about getting into comics is like, holy shit, seven hundred issues. Like, yeah. I can't afford to buy every single one of those issues yeah. or something like that. And with this, you get to pick and choose and figure out what you want. Yeah. I just wish DC would get on the ball. I don't <sighs> know if like. 
I don't know if Warner's is so stubborn to do something like this, or if like DC has some big plan. I, I, I can't figure out what it is. I don't know what it is either. Like, I I, I really think it's um, just the fact that they, they they maybe they're trying to do something of their own, and it's just they're such a, a monstrous corporation that they just can't they can't get their shit together. I, I just I don't know what what the deal is. Yeah. But go out, get it. It's you can get a free free month subscription. Hey, you know, free trial subscription for a month. So IDW has a deal where you, I think you can get two months free. Nice. If you go through their page, um, so which is really cool. But I mean, just get on it because that's what's going on. Um, should we get to some TV stuff? Sure. Uh, so this just happened uh, this morning. Uh, do you read Outcast? No, I don't. The Robert. I read the first couple of issues. It's it's pretty good. It's good. So new new Robert Kirkman. Um, and uh, uh, as as Azteca, I, I don't know. Um, yeah. it's it's a weird supernatural okay. priest, demon hunter, exorcist Kirk- kind of thing. Kirkman just yeah. Well, they're making it into a TV series. It, it actually they they made a pilot. It was announced a while ago that they, mm-hmm. that it was picked up for a pilot. Nice. Uh, pilot made it to series, so that'll be out uh, later this year on Cinemax. Yeah. Kirkman is like the Mark Millar of TV. Yeah, he pretty much is. <laughs> you know, that'll put three TV shows because we get the yeah. Walking Dead LA, you know, version coming out soon. So three shows in, in one season. Okay, sure. Go for it. Fuck it. Um, have you caught up on Constantine yet? I, I, I haven't even started. Oh, Jesus. I hear it's great. It's great. I hear it's it great. It really is. It really, really is. I know. I'm a loser. I'm and, sorry. And NBC didn't pick it up. They, they did 13, and then they went, you know, it's just not doing well enough for us. So uh, they said, ah, fuck it. We're not going we're, we're, we're to pick this up. And um, they're like, but, you know, there's a really loyal fan base here. Yeah, it seems like people are really campaigning to get the show to keep going. So NBC also, NBC Universal actually owns sci-fi as well. Um, so they went, hey, well, let's, let's try putting it over there. So it looks like uh, we're going to see a new season of the series retitled Hellblazer. And being the fact that sci-fi is cable, they can push things a little bit further. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, I mean, it's one of those things where it, it kind of fits perfectly on a sci-fi. I don't, have you watched 12 Monkeys yet? No, I haven't. It's but really I've also good. heard great things it's, about that. It's really good. I watched the pilot. It was fucking great. Talk about something that you didn't see getting adapted to a TV series. At this point, I think it's anything. You yeah, know? I guess I anything, mean, if, if 12 Monkeys can get adapted into a TV show, anything can get adapted it, it, into I mean, a TV it's just, show. It's, it's, 12 Monkeys was, was such a, a great premise to begin with. And a great just premise. Ex- they're expanding on a, on a fantastic premise. Great premise, but an insane movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, Terry Gilliam. It's not as crazy as, yeah. as the movie, obviously. Um, it's very tamed down. Right, I'm sure um, it's not as like wacky. <laughs> uh, there's no teeth pulling in it. Right, I don't remember. I don't think not yet. But um, so yeah, uh, they're gonna move it over. To the, you know, the, there'll probably be some 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 additions and some craziness added to the cast. But uh, yeah, not 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 much. You know, so there it, it'll be Hellblazer and it's going over to sci-fi. So that's pretty pretty exciting actually, because yeah. you know we need another comic book TV show. Uh, what else we got? Uh, well, we have another casting for uh, the Agents of Sh- for Marvel's Agents of Shield next season. Uh, man, they are fucking mining. They are. It's it's kind of crazy. Second half of the season is going to be fucking stacked. I mean, we, we've we've already got Edward uh, uh, James almost. Yeah, Battle, Battlestar Galactica. It, um. What was the what was uh, the Inhuman casting? Uh, was it the guy from uh, the kid that was on? Um, it's a Friday Night Lights. No, 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 no. Was, no. Uh, it was on uh, uh, Tomorrow People. He played the the main guy, the the main guy in Tomorrow People. Um, he's he's playing a, a yet to be determined Inhuman. Yeah. And, and then uh, we've got. Uh, is it Drea DiMatteo? Yep. Uh, from The Sopranos and is, Sons of Anarchy is uh, joining Agents of Shield in a villainous role. And they said her name is uh, Carla Faye Gideon, who is actually somewhere from the comic book. Uh, I from, don't know who she is. From Daredevil Redemption. Really? Yeah. Small role. Okay. That's so weird to just be like, eh, here's... Yeah, she, I I don't know. She's supposedly like, uh, she's playing off of uh, of Hyde. Yeah. So, 
Kyle, Kyle McLaughlin's character. Okay. And she's going to partner up with him. This this second half of the season... I can't wait. It's going to be fucking awesome. Uh, I mean... Agent Carter's already, like, so amazing. Agent Carter's already fucking killing it. And and this got, is just going to... Oh, yeah. God damn. It's finally, like, settled into what you wanted it to settle into. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely... Between... Between, uh... Flash, yep, and Agents of Shield. It's like there's just great comic book TV yeah, shows. Great Did comic you watch book TV. Flash this week. I I haven't I haven't watched it. Oh yet. my god, they make Firestorm work perfectly. Like you're Fuck like, how yeah. are they going to make this work for television? He looks awesome. Can't wait. I can see now why you're not going to see him as as a regular show because it's way too much CG. Right, but it, it looks great. Yeah. Um, that's it for TV news, right? Yeah, not else? not too much TV news. Uh, movie news, though. M- movie news. Uh, we got a rumor this or a speculation uh, that Angelina Jolie is being eyed to direct Captain Marvel. I like that idea. Fuck yeah. I think that's Fuck great. Yeah. Uh, you know that Marvel's looking at DC with Wonder Woman and going, okay, DC's getting a woman director. We need to get a woman director. Angelina Jolie just proved herself with bro- with uh, Unbroken. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Um, but... The most interesting thing about this is they supposedly offered her $20 million to direct it. That's what Christopher Nolan got for Interstellar, you know, and that's post-Batman. Yeah, so that, that's, that's paying for an image. Yeah. You, you know that's paying for Angelina Jolie to be attached as the face of a franchise. But this is some, that's something that Marvel is not known for doing. Yeah, not known for doing, but they're, I, it shows that they wouldn't be unafraid to it. Exactly, but it's just it's one of those it, it takes those risks that Marvel's been taking out, though. Yeah, you know, and and not going with a James Gunn or exactly. you know or Peyton Reed. Exactly, you know, so more of an like, unknown. Yeah, it's like so. Do they need to the prove themselves now or something? I'm not sure. Like, I, I, you know, I don't know if that's I. I it's it's tough to say. What their motivations are behind that? Is it that they're worried that Cap- you know? Th- there's no way they can be worried that Captain Marvel won't do well because yeah, you had Guardians of the Galaxy, exactly, and they've got two vehicles before it to to, right. to prove her with. Yeah, especially if Captain Marvel is going to serve as this stepping stone between Infinity War Part One and Infinity War, you know, War Part Two. Yeah, it's interesting to think about what well, you know what the real intentions are behind offering that amount of money. Yeah, um, I. Don't, I I think it's a good idea. I, 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 yeah, I mean, I think she could do it. Yeah, I think she'd do it. Um, I, I just don't think of her as, an, uh, as a director yet. Yeah. So, but I, I think, I think it could happen. Yeah. It's a good idea. Um, now, do you read The, acti- the, the Activity? No. Uh, by Nathan Edmond and Mitch Garrett? Mm-mm. It's a really good book. Okay. It's, it's the same creative team that's doing Punisher right now, which oh, is one nice. of my, yeah, my favorite yeah, yeah. books right now. It's, yeah, you, you you can't talk enough about that new Punisher book. It's really fucking good. Yeah. It's really fucking good. And I've never liked the Punisher besides the Rucker run. Okay, yeah. Um it's just it's it's really well, so anyways, um it looks like uh they're gonna make a movie out of the activity, which the activity is is um it's about a, a bunch of uh, special ops that uh, basically go in and they fix botched operations uh that US soldiers can't you know, other teams can't do or like like you know, yeah. We went in to go kill Osama bin Laden and got captured. Okay. You know, so these guys have to come in, and they use like super high tech and stuff. And the great thing is, like, you know, Nathan Edmondson just does this kind of stuff perfectly. So it looks like Ken Nolan, uh, who wrote Black Hawk Down, is writing the script for the for the, for the movie version of this. So it's, it sounds fitting. Yeah, it's 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 a really good series. You should pick it. It's it's one of those like. It's I think sixteen issues in right now. Okay. Uh, there's they just put out the second trade, and it's really really good. And and it's it's like kind of the the it's that book. It's going to be like like say Two Guns was where after the movie comes out, everybody's going to go back to it and be like, right. oh yeah, this was great, you know. Right. Um. So get on that one early. Um. What any other any other? Uh, I uh, man, I think I think we're tapped, but that <laughs> wasn't any shortage of news. No, no. It's Fucking, good to have weeks like this, huh? Yeah. Jesus. Um, 
Should we should we talk some comic books? Yeah, we can talk some books. This was kind of a crappy week. It okay, yeah. So that that's what happens when you have a good news week. You can't have a good book release. <laughs> it just seems like there's there's always that lull week where you're like, oh man, I uh, like what is there to read? I, I actually went back and read some stuff from from the weeks prior that I had missed because I was like, wait, that's all I got? <laughs> right. I know. Yeah, I was very surprised when I checked out only four books. <laughs> uh. What did you read? What was your top of the stack? Okay, well, Spider Woman finally got her way out of uh, Spider Verse. Gotten that one yet? Uh, well, I'm just excited because uh, you know Dennis Helpless. Obviously, he's a very, very uh, he's he's a very, very good writer. Yeah. And uh, you really got to see him uh, put put his own spin on Jessica, and uh, you know it it wraps up um, it wraps up the bit of Spider Verse, and then you get the other half of the book as her. Basically quitting the Avengers. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, because she's going to go off and do her own thing, and that's where she's going to get the new costume. Okay. Um, but it, it finally got me like, yes, thank God. This is where I wanted the book to start. <laughs> so, all right, good. Um, so, yeah, I did read that, and I also read Spider-Verse. Let's talk Spider-Verse. I, I, I mean, there's nothing to talk about. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> thank the Lord. It's not um, that it was a bad event. It's just it was a bad. It event. it overstayed its welcome. It was just one of those like, I I I really wanted to like the storyline. I really did, and it was one. It got to the point where I just didn't care anymore. Yeah, and because there were too many books that spun out of it. Yeah, and and like this this whole issue was they kept bringing back things in relating stories to. Stuff that happened in other books that I didn't read, yeah. um, especially like when the brother showed up. Yep, the, with the weird yeah, and he was steampunk. His stuff was the backup stories from uh, from like issues before Spider Verse, like when they were building up to it. Seriously? Yeah, he was like he. Uh, he was I remember big, him showing up, but like, yeah. when did he turn? Uh, I don't. That, I, I never saw him turn. I think that was supposed to be like the Deus Ex Machina. Like that was supposed to be what <laughs> what really threw you for a loop. Well, how did they get him to turn, though? Like, I don't... Uh, see, that's things, the problem Things with I don't this. understand. Um, and, I mean, it was just so... Just whatever. It, yeah. was, it was such a pain in the ass. Like... I, it's... It, it didn't... It, I don't know. Uh, Morlun in The Inheritors is already such, like, shaky ground to begin with. Like, it's, a, it's cool for what it was when, like, Straczynski handled it. And I thought it could have been done well... Because you know his whole thing is feeding on the essence of you know these spiders, but yeah. this would have been great. Three issues, and and three Spider Men. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> also that, that I mean that was my one of my other big big gripes with it was like, yeah. you know bringing in every single Spider Man got so fucking it was a confusing. Lot. Yeah, and then it only came down to like ten anyways. Yeah, you know. I, I just I don't get it. Yeah, I, I really. Well, don't. you know what's a real travesty is that there wasn't a Spider Ham spinoff book. There still might be. There's still a chance. They they did announce that uh, there's going to be a Spider Verse book. Yeah. Uh, post Secret Wars or pre Secret during Secret Wars. Something. There's some kind of Secret Wars book. Yeah. It was cool to see that um, they brought in the giant mech. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Japanese Spider Man thing for like two two seconds. Yeah. But I mean, all in all, I just want to see Spider-Man back to being I, Spider-Man. I, we got an epilogue issue coming up next, and I hope after that. Well, actually, there, <laughs> there's no chance of that because we're about to get into Secret Wars. Exactly. But I mean, so we're not going to see it for yeah. three months. Or, at least. but maybe one of those spinoff books. You know, they there were a couple of those spinoff titles that looked like they could have been more normal Spider-Man books. I so just want, I just want Spider-Man down on his luck, just fighting Spider- bad guys. Yeah, Spider-Man against Sandman. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It'd be it, nice. It. it, it Especially with with the fact that there's been so much going on, it's like it's nice to have Peter Parker back. And I just get him in a fucking story already. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, what else? What else did you read? Uh, we got a new Thor book. Didn't read it. Um, oh well, it was it was good. I read it yet. Uh, they're still keeping the mystery. Yes. Uh, which uh, they're they're doing a really good job of. I thought that would have been something that like got wrapped up in like issue two. Yeah. Uh, but I love that Jason Aaron is like stringing us along. I wonder when we're gonna get the reveal well in the book you see that Thor actually has a list that he carries with him and he scratched Sif's name off of it when he has this really funny interaction with her oh nice yeah and okay. uh, Lady Thor and Freya have an interaction with yeah. each other so obviously she's not there well there was that the there, there issue was the last before issue, where, yeah. where he makes out with, his, with her yeah. Yeah, no. so I, I want to put money on Jane Foster 
Uh, I know we can cross Angela off the list because yeah. she was in the same picture as Lady Thor uh, when they did the new Avengers. Um, what about his girlfriend that's in that that was in the uh, God God of Thunder series? Um, uh, the girl that works with Shield. Like she's, I think she's the obvious one right now. Uh, I can't remember what her name is. The, the, I don't know. Yeah, like Earth first girl. Yeah. Um, I definitely don't think it's anyone that's like intergalactic or cosmic because the internal monologue, the thought bubbles. Yeah. She talks. No, she's, uh, yeah. she's very. It's, she's very. It, she's very somebody, Earth. Yeah. 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 It's somebody who hasn't been a superhero before yeah. or anything like that. So that's what makes me think it's it could be Thor's girlfriend. Right. Um, it's like how and, and it's got to be somebody that that you know can get to the moon. Yeah. So. Um, there was another book that came out this week that, you know, a little bit of hype. Guy named Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah, that one guy. That guy. <laughs> uh, did you read this? No, I didn't, And uh, but I have it. Uh, it is one of the books that I did buy this week. Um, love Kieran Gillen. That's all, that's all I can say. Kieran Gillen, Salvador La Roca. How is it? I love it. Um, cool. Uh, Salvador La Roca is, I, I, I love his art. I think he's fantastic. He's a beast. Um, and he just kills it on this book. Um, I'm going to spoil some stuff for you. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, this ties directly in. Like, I, I wasn't sure where, because they didn't say anything about this book right. or where yeah. it's going to take place. It's all we been under wraps. Some, yeah. So basically, it's, it's, uh, it takes in place between Star Wars issue number one yeah. and issue number two. No way. It ties in right perfectly. Like, wow. like it's basically, you know, they, they blew up that base yeah. in, in the first issue. And, yeah, the TIE Fire Factory or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. So um, this is basically uh, Darth Vader has to go back to the Emperor and say, huh, guess what? I fucked up again. Yeah. And the Emperor just hands his ass to him. He's like, you don't, You. he's like, you just need to, you know, you need to get your shit together. Um, so, uh, and and basically, it's Darth saying, "Oh, uh, I think that's my son that I just I just met." You know, he's like he had like there's flashbacks to the lightsaber, and then you even see uh, a few pages of you know what happened right after the the battle of yeah. uh, the, you know when when the Death Star blew up, and then fucking Boba Fett shows up. Why not with with an, uh, a fellow uh, uh, Wookie uh, bounty hunter? Nice, a a a black, uh, furred, Chewbacca basically. Um, so that that's happening. Just this is greatest really, hits here. Yeah, it's a really really good story. Um, you know, I was wondering recently. Do you think that Jason Aaron came up with the plot, or do you think that he got handed down like a mandate? You know, I I don't know. I would I would love to talk to him about that. And yeah. Just be, be like, okay, so how did this like? <laughs> did Lucas go? Here's the plot. You write it. I wonder if it's that or if he just went, well, here's what I'm thinking. And they went, well, this is because they're throwing out everything that's that, that, that right. the yeah. Dark Horse books did. Yeah, totally carte blanche. So the, it's it's like they're creating new ground. So I don't know. I think it's it's kind of interesting how everything that they're doing is tying into this. And supposedly it's going to tie into episode, episode seven. seven? You know, do you think and, uh do you think Leia uh, the Leia book is going to be tied into this as well? I, I guess so. I'm going to assume that 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 it is. So we haven't seen we've seen very little artwork from it. Um, no, but it is dominating the reorders. It is. I mean, it's a great idea for a book. Mark Wade Mark writing the Prince, Princess Leia book. Sign me up. Mark Wade writing anything. Um I, I hear Christy might have some <laughs> a little bit to do with it too. Uh but yeah, um I mean, these these Star Wars books are just fantastic. Yeah, it's such a great idea. Such a you know needs to be done. So awesome, awesome. Um, anything else? You know, uh, Satellite Sand got a new issue. Uh, I'm excited to check it out. Um, I you know I feel like that's a book that I'm going to have to go back and just reread it all straight through. I need to just sit down and read it. Yeah. I, I haven't I haven't di- dived into that one yet. I, uh, I love Jaken. Yeah, you know, but it, he gets a little heavy-handed sometimes, story-wise. It's uh, well, you know, the thing with the thing that really is throwing me off is the black and white. All the characters kind of look the same, yeah, uh, and it it really throws me for a loop. But I I think if I go back and reread it all in one sitting, I yeah. I'd have a much better grasp on it. Uh, Guardians has a new book that's out. It's tied into Black Vortex. Now, did you read Black Vortex? I last did read week. Black Vortex. Okay. I, I actually really liked it. It uh, was it's interesting. It's the concept is is really interesting. It's a cool concept. Sam Humphreys. Uh, I love, it. I you know, 
I love his how he's unapologetic about injecting his own voice into characters. Yeah, like you know, having the guardians, you know, playing D and D. Having was that Bendis or was that Humphreys? No, that was Humphreys. Hum- that was Humphreys. Yeah, Humphreys. Okay. Uh, Humphreys helmed the uh, the initial issue, and uh, or <laughs> the interaction between Iceman and Groot. Oh God! Uh, it's, I would have bought. Groot the, says what? Yeah, I would have bought the book just for that. No, the best part was the um, Beauty and the Beast reference. Yep, the Beauty and the Beast <laughs> reference. That was great. Uh, I also love when Storm looked through the black vortex. She mm-hmm. saw herself as the Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think it's cool. It's it's an interesting. It's it's really uh, an interesting book. Um, I don't. I don't know. I don't know where it's going to go. Yeah. Uh, so, Guardians this week was Guardians this week. I haven't read it yet, but I'm going to read it. Gotcha. Okay. Um, are you reading Southern Bastards? What's that? Are you reading Southern Bastards? Uh, I am reading Southern Bastards. Yes. Uh, you haven't read this week's. I haven't issue, read this right? week's issue. Aware that it's it's still Boss Origin. Yeah. Which was is now into three issues now. I think. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yep, three. I I think this is going to be the whole arc. Yeah. Yeah. Which I I'm fine with. It, it just at some point we we need to get back to that Earl storyline. No, you know the, about you know the boss just basically fucking killing this guy in yeah. The public. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and but the big thing for me is like his daughter is a mil is in the right. military, and you know she's. It, it made it seem like she's kind of like up a there. badass. Or yeah, something. she's yeah. some kind of badass in the military. So she's gonna, I think, you know, bitch is gonna come into town and kill some people. I would, yeah, I'd hope so. <laughs> So, you know, shit's going to get fucked up after this. Um, but I think you're a little more sympathetic to Boss now. Yeah. And I think that's the point. What, what Aaron's setting up is, like, like this guy just kind of... He came from a fucked childhood. Yeah, and he's, it's so fucked up. And, and, and how this town is just... It's, it's the fucked up version of Friday Night Lights. <laughs> yeah. It really it, is. It, it, it truly is. Now, I think that's what... I think Aaron, when when he went to go create the series, him and Latour were, do, were doing <laughs> the series. That's his pitch. His pitch was like, I want to do the Dark Knight version of Friday Night Lights. <laughs> I seriously think that was the pitch. Um, and and it really shows in this issue. Uh, I mean, because there's it's football, it's yeah, it's I football, mean, it's barbecue. There's there's no barbecue in this one. Not in this one, yeah. But uh, man, it's good. It's really really good. Um. I, I got nothing else. Yeah, man. I got nothing. Uh, you know, oh, Divinity, uh, the new Valiant book. Yeah. It's actually really good. Is it good? Yeah, yeah, it's it's worth checking out. Valiant's actually uh, bringing in some new characters of their own. Oh, cool. Um, you know, that, that aren't tied to the old universe or anything like that, re- retellings. Of, it's all right. new stuff for their Valiant universe. Also, uh, if, if you haven't checked out the Valiant, um, it's their new book that Jeff Lemire and, so and Is it the Matt team Kent, book? It's kind of, it's just like a, it's, it's, they're all around. It's one of those, like, you don't need to know anything about the Valiant universe. Just go read this. Oh, cool. And it's actually, it's fantastic. Um, I just caught up on that. Valiant's so been doing cool stuff, man. They, yeah, they're really, I think they're going through like kind of a, all right, we, we, we launched everything. Uh, now what? So, yeah. they, and, and it really seems like that's where Matt Kent's really, uh, him and Lemire are really carving, yeah. you know, their home there. So outside of DC and Marvel. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's, it's. There's some good books to look at there. Um, yeah, that's... Oh, I wanted to ask you about... You've been reading Birthright. Yes. Last week, right? Yes. Great, great so issue. So good. That, yeah. that book, if you're not reading that, oh my God, Birthright is just fantastic. Like, I, I, I'm... Man, that book is, is really become, like, very quickly uh, become my favorite book. Like, seriously. Um other than that, I got nothing. Yeah. Well, you know, we had a lot of news. So. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, yeah, so go over to eatgeekplay.com. That's where we live, breathe, and play all sorts of music, comic books, and food. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's just Eat Geek Play. And uh, you're going to be out on tour? Yes. So I'm leaving tonight. George so. will be in a, a city near you. We're going to try to do this via Skype or... Via Carry a pigeon, <laughs> something like that. Um, where can people find you and tour dates and everything else? Uh, I am uh, on Twitter and Instagram at George Schmitz. Uh, all of our tour dates are on our Facebook. Uh, it's STYGOC for all that business. Uh, we have a new record out. Uh, it came out on Tuesday. Congratulations. It's called Disobedient. Thank you very much. Um, it's good. Yeah, it's you know, all right, you it's, know, it's, whatever. It only took you a year to get out. No big deal. No, congratulations. You guys made a fantastic it, it, record. It was, yeah, it was a crazy week. Like, I, I feel like, 
Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like I was carrying around a, a fucking boulder for the last year, <laughs> and now it's a, a sweet sigh of relief. And now you're going to go out and have kids go, oh, well, this record, I mean, uh, you know. Well, surprisingly, we haven't gotten that yet. Yeah. We've gotten overwhelmingly f- uh, positive feedback, um, and we've never had feedback to any record. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not saying like, oh, well, we never get good feedback. It's like, no, 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 we just never got feedback because we would just put out records and people go, yep, that's a thing. Yeah, <laughs> but this is the first record that people were actually like, yeah, I, I, I was looking forward to this. It only took you five, you know. It, it only took eleven years. Yeah, no big deal. That's called building hype. It's it's <laughs> called building a brand. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, looks like I'm out of coffee and we're out of geek. Let's talk next time. I'll be back in the ballroom swinging. I'll be back in my super mad action and I'm all-